What is good, all of my listeners and viewers, welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And there is a HelloFresh recipe card behind our oven that I didn't tell you about yet. We're on episode 105, where we're going to be talking with Absolute Prodigy about the diversity in the games industry. But first, we've got some segments for you. Yes! We do. We have a paper behind our oven. So, Absolute Prodigy is here in the podcast um i'm glad you do cooking so when you set the apartment on fire it can be your fault yeah so i i put it there and Why then you do that well no i put it where it usually go, like where I, we usually put it right and then i went oops and there's a card on, on behind the oven looks like you're gonna be pulling out the oven Ew. anyways but yes we are here by the way hi uh, we're facing you now. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Changes all the time. I don't know. I just think it's a little bit more engaging to Same. you. And uh, I like this angle better. So, and uh, faces look nicer. We also have camera two still going. So the reason why we don't have camera two for the talkie time episodes or the talkie time segments is that we use the webcam so that our guests can see us. And yeah. camera two is a webcam. So we're using yeah. that. So that he can see us, yeah. But he or she, or the goat well, that we're going to bring on the on. show before, so yes, he has. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. But uh, yeah, so let's get the show on the road. You're weird. But before we get started, hi, my name is Adam. No. Oh, oh we're done with those videos. By the way, uh, just letting you know, we started a new sketch comedy uh, video series. So uh, the first video is called uh, "If Game Pass Was a Person." And I really like it. It's super funny. You should check it out. Next week's episode or next week's sketch is going to be uh, if Halo. Well, it's this week's sketch. Well, this week's. Yes, this week's. It's going to come out this coming Thursday if Halo 2 was made in 2020. So check it, uh, check out that. But uh, before we get started, follow us on social media, of course. We are on Twitter at Gaming Groceries, but also I'm on Twitter at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. You can also follow us on Instagram. Games of Groceries, all one word, and you can follow us there and check out some behind-the-scenes photos or some uh, questions that we have with uh, pertaining to the topic that we're going to talk about on the podcast. And we gotta, like ask you, what do you think? But also follow us on Facebook. Games of Groceries, find us on Facebook. I upload the videos on Facebook as well. Cool. But check out our website, gamesofgroceries.com, where you can check out all the episodes from the website, as well as find out where you can listen to the audio versions of the website, as well as some articles I've written in the past. But check out the website. It's pretty cool. I like it. But before we get started, one last thing. One, one last thing. If you're watching us on YouTube, definitely subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so that you know when all these podcasts come out, as well as our weekly sketch videos now. We're just taking a break from the monthly video essays yeah. because they take, uh, say it with me now, they take a month. And it's a lot. So yeah. we want to give you more content going forward. It's just that waiting a month and we couldn't do both the sketch videos and mm -hmm. this because uh, we work full time jobs. Anyways, but that's painful. But yes. Yeah, so are we ready to get started with the show? I, I think so. I think so. So let's get started with our first segment. Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies that we saw in the past week, and we like to rank it and just, you know, review it a little bit. And we like to watch these movies on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and not really in theaters at this point in time. 
and we'd like to give you a review and a recommendation, possibly. So this week's movie can be found on... Actually, did we watch it on Amazon Prime? No, it was on Hulu, but it felt like an Amazon Prime movie. No, it was on Amazon Prime because was we... It on Amazon Prime? It was. I was talking about last week's video that, I, that felt like it. Yes. Okay. I think this also is on Hulu, but we watched it on Amazon Prime because we used the X-Ray version to find out the actors that were in this movie. Oh, yeah. So with all that said, uh, it's called Mandela Effect. You, you can see the screen, right? Viewers, look... Oh, no. Anyways, but it's called Mandela Effect. Uh, opening thoughts as I get the timer up. Go. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, so it it was just that it was like, I don't know how to explain it. It was, it was very like jumpy and I felt like it was, so it was only an hour and 20 minutes. Yes, it was an hour and so 20 minutes. It's an hour and 20 minutes, but I felt like we were sitting there for two hours mm-hmm. because I had to edit that night after we were done watching it. And I was like, oh my gosh, he said it was only an hour and a half, but I feel like we've been sitting here for a while. I need to get the video. I need to edit the video. I need to do all this stuff. Yeah. And I was like, and then we got done. It was only 6 30. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, how? I'm like, I felt like we were sitting here forever. So it was very weird. Um, it has the guy that plays. Oswald Cobblepot in the Gotham. Netflix in Gotham. Yes. Um. So it's not a Netflix show. Yeah, it's all it's Netflix. Not. It's on Netflix, but it's not. It Netflix was show. originally on Fox. Yes. But um. But yeah. So it has that actor in it, and mm-hmm. I think it's funny. Robin Lord Taylor. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um. But it's it's the movie itself. It's an interesting concept, but I just felt it was a little choppy, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of stock footage in it. There was. That bothered me. It felt like they made like an hour and a half long YouTube video almost. Mm-hmm. So it was very strange. Yeah. Um, It was strange. So let's get started with uh, the notes that I have down here. Now the movie begins with a video game coder. Look at us yeah. go. We're talking about a video game movie, essentially. Uh, but Which he- really they just used for movie purposes. Right. Need to be a video game coder. Well, he did need to be. He did. Well, I mean, only for that purpose. Eh, Other than that, it didn't. The whole movie is based that he knows how to code. Yeah. You didn't pay attention. I did pay attention. The movie begins with a video game coder losing his daughter. No. And uh, but he lost his daughter at the beach, and that's where he gets obsessed. Lose her, she died. I'm trying to make it more lighthearted. Jeez. You said lost though. That's not what. That's not what happened. All right, Grim Reaper. Uh, but he gets obsessed with the Mandela effect because he's trying to race with his mind and stuff. He's he's trying to like get something focused on something else, and so he gets obsessed with the Mandela effect. Yeah, Mandela effect, of course, being that oh, you thought you remembered that um, Sinbad was in a genie movie, but guess what? He wasn't. I still don't believe it. I think Sinbad was in a genie movie. I don't buy it. Want to go back and watch it? No, but. Because I know I'm right. But here's the thing is that he's obsessed with the Mandela effect. And that's where he gets uh, tied in uh, the whole uh, life is a simulation yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And that's where the coder kind of gets into mm-hmm. involved. But the movie is just so bizarre. It is. Within 80 minutes. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. It's so. Here's the thing. It's a. It, I don't I don't even qualify this as a it's so bad it's good. I qualify it, it's so ridiculous that it's entertaining. That's what I qualify it as. Because the story goes on 
because it goes absolutely everywhere, believing that life is a, a simulation. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It stays the routes. The, mm-hmm. That's the thing. The goal of this movie is that a video game coder, and it's all about his story. Mm-hmm. It's focused on him. He's the main character. There is no side plot here. Yeah. But the video game coder, you know, life is a simulation. It stays the route of where the direction's going. Yeah. So I applaud the movie for doing that. Yeah. It doesn't get sidetracked anywhere. Yeah. So I, I agree with that. That they don't get sidetracked. It's very like straightforward. Like this is what we're. This is what it's for. Yes. This is the movie. This is what we're focused on. But I also think that in a way made it a little boring that there wasn't an expansion of mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't that relationship building or it does building. bounce it was scene like, to scene. It was like, here we are. This is what we're doing. And then we're doing this. And then we're doing this. And then this. And then this. And then boom, here we are. Mm-hmm. It was weird. But uh, yeah, no, it is. It does stay the route. It does go boom, 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 scene to scene. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. It's just in- absolutely insane. But it's just so insane that I found it very enthralling. Like the way he's trying, the way this mm-hmm. writer is trying to tell a story that he's a video game coder and he's about to. Uh, I don't want to spoil it. Okay, stop it, Adam. I really want you to check this movie out because it's so amazing. So weird. But let me uh, end with my final though. Then we'll go into our final reviews. Uh, it's absolutely absurd, especially yes. the ending. Yes, absolutely. Just, I was just sitting back and I was just, I'm not going to say what happened, but I rubbed my head and I repeated what he just did. And I was just like, the movie is not doing that, is And I open my eyes and I just see he is. I don't think he did it in the time frame that you think. Yeah, maybe. No, he did it in like, okay, let's say he did it within a week. It wasn't that long of time. I think it was a week. He okay, okay. I, know, I, know, I don't want to go into spoilers. I know. I'm just saying. No, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> Even if it was a week, I that's know. so. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> that's so weird. Um, but it kept my attention, mm-hmm. and it was such a ride. That so I know I normally go in your review first. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go in mine first. Alrighty then. Fine, you go first. <laughs> you can go first. Oh, thank you. I gave it an eight <laughs> out of ten. I gave it 8 out of 10. I think this movie has a lot of charm behind it. I think it has a lot. I think it has a lot to tell. And I loved Robin Lord Taylor's performance. Yes, in this. he was good. I hope he gets more roles in like bigger movies. Mm-hmm. Bigger I. Movies. Yes. <laughs> I found this movie to be just long enough, just crazy enough and just insane enough for me to be like solid movie. 8 out of 10. I like it. It's one of those movies that's so ridiculous. It's good. Go. I gave it a five. How dare you? Because. Yes. It was not confusing, but it was just like, what? Exactly. Then it was. And then my problem with it is that, like I said, it felt like it was two hours. Yes. So halfway through the movie. Mm hmm. I was like, wow, this whole movie was stock footage. Like, it literally right. would have, like, a small little talking dialogue scene and then a voiceover with stock footage. Mm. And then I was like, wow, almost the whole movie is this. But then it still went on for another hour after that. 
So I feel like to me, it feels like the first half of the movie, they did all the stock footage and the voiceovers and they're like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. we should probably show them acting. Probably. So it was just a very strange movie. Like it was a good concept. It was a good story and a good concept. And I feel like if it was fleshed out and really made into something really good, it could have been a good movie. Mm hmm. But I feel like it was rushed. It was squeezed in. I feel like it was supposed to be two hours, but then they cut a ton of stuff out. Yeah. So it just felt very choppy and weird to me. But the story itself is interesting. They just don't explain it very well. So, uh-oh. Hey, Adam. Sorry, I'm trying to keep in contact with um, our guest tonight, which uh, that reminds me. Let's just keep the show moving. Uh, but again... <laughs> Uh, this movie is called Mandela Effect. It's on Amazon Prime. It might be on Hulu. I we I think watched it's it on Amazon Prime. I was thinking of last week's movie. Yeah, but it's called Mandela Effect. I recommend it. It's an hour and twenty minutes. I think it's a fun ride. And uh, check it out. Liz gives it an average review, but it's not below average. No, it's not. Yeah. And mostly, it's just the story that got out of five. Yeah. If the story was bad, it probably would have gotten a lot worse. So again, Mandela Effect, Amazon Prime. But let's move on to video game news with our next segment. Top three gaming news. The top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw in the past week. And we like to rank it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of what's going on in the gaming industry. What's going on in the gaming industry, Liz? Stuff. You're right. So let's get into it. Uh, number three gaming news is a little bit of news about Gods and Monsters, uh, the upcoming Ubisoft game. And apparently Google Stadia. Oh, your friends over at Google Stadia. Yeah. Uh, they leaked some footage. Oops. Hurrah. But uh, Google Stadia apparently leaked some one-year-old footage of the game, like a game demo, basically, showing uh, mechanics and uh, interactions with characters. And you get to see that this is a lot like Assassin's Creed Odyssey combined with Breath of the Wild. And it's sort of, um, yeah. You didn't the... turn the pineapples on. Oh, no. Now the video's ruined. It is. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, but, uh, yeah, so Gods and Monsters, uh, they, they recorded it and it looked like this. But then Ubisoft said, no, no, no. No. <laughs> Ubisoft said. That this is completely different now. We mm-hmm. reworked it and we renamed it. It's no longer called Gods and Monsters. I like that name. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is that back in February, well, this is actually supposed to come out in February. I think they said this in February, but remember when Ubisoft said that we're delaying all of our games, Watch Dogs Legions, yeah. Gods and Monsters? They, um, they delayed everything. This is part of it. Mm-hmm. And so now they said they reworked it and renamed it. So uh, what do you think of this? That's just weird. It is. Like you were about to release it and now all of a sudden you're like, eh, we had extra time. Let's change everything. Isn't it weird? Like it sounds like they made it a whole new game. Maybe. Yeah. They uh-huh. planted the coronavirus. Oh, let's so, not go down this route. So that they could do these. They had a reason to do this to their games. You say I go down rabbit holes that will get me in trouble. <laughs> so anyways, but yes, uh, Google Stadia, thank you for screwing up again and revealing some good news, actually. Yeah, that was that's just weird. Like, And they didn't tell anyone until this leaked. Yeah, no, like, this what? was just a happy accident. Like, what? Like, I, I, it's just weird. It is very odd. I wholeheartedly agree. And they planned it. Yeah. But uh, 
They did not plant the coronavirus. No, I am saying that. They didn't. So uh, number two gaming news is about Bungie, everybody. Woohoo! If you don't know who Bungie is, Bungie is, of course, the makers behind Destiny 2. Oh, is that the only game they've ever made? I don't think so. Adam, what game have they made before? Halo 2! <laughs> and Halo 1 and Halo 3. But then Destiny and Destiny 2. Yeah. You know, those are just... But <laughs> apparently they have a new IP coming out that's supposed to be... Now, this is uh, according to a job listing mm-hmm. on Bungie's site. To be designing a... Oh, no. I didn't even read the quote from the last one. I'm losing it, people. Oh, no. Okay. We're going to forget about the quote. But we're gonna, not going to forget about the quote for Bungie. Bungie, everybody. No. How dare you double screen? Here's the problem with working on a dual screen when you're at home. Is that you can't find your mouse. And boom. Things happen. Things happen. Oh, there we go. Uh, look at Good me job. go. Uh, but other job listings. Oh, okay. So let me tell this first part. This is a second part of the job listing. But one job listing said that you will work with uh, comical characters in a whimsical world. Yeah, no, it was comical and whimsical characters. Mm-hmm. And that was the weird part. Now, the other job listing has this say. Other job listings help further illustrate the direction of Bungie's new IP. A position for a incubation investment designer reveals that the game will have a wide variety of pursuit and loot systems, much like oh, your boy Destiny. Uh, and notes the role requires experience in fundamental RPG systems, indicating that we once again expect a game built on RPG principles. Uh, quote, you will work in tandem with our sandbox and eco- um, <laughs> economy teams and build and distribute items to our players, explains the listing, which suggests an open world design. Mm. So it's supposed to be comical. But here's the thing. I immediately thought when he said comical and open world in RPG, they're trying to copy Borderlands. Mm. The one word that's really kind of confusing me here is whimsical. Whimsy. That's the thing. Like, when you think of whimsical, what do you think of? Cartoons. I think of, like, like fantasy characters, like fairies. and. See, when you say whimsical, I imagine, I don't know the game. Yeah. I mean, I mean game. It might just be a product and this is the mascot. But it's, like, these bunnies, but they're not bunnies. They're, like, squares, and they got the big eyes and buck teeth. I don't remember. Are you describing my face? You don't have buck teeth. <gasps> and you're not square. <gasps> I'm round <laughs> like a polar bear. But, what? <laughs> but yes, according to these job listings, uh, Bungie is working on a brand new IP. Now, what's interesting is that uh, the CEO, Pete Parsons, has already said before that they have a new IP in the works called Matter, codenamed Matter, that he wants to get out by 2025. This kind of matches up because if they're looking for a job listing to start with these comical characters and he wants to get out by 2025, codenamed Matter, Mm -hmm. this could be it. It's pretty cool. Now, by the way, I'm reading all of these articles, and they will be listed in the uh, description down below, whether you're listening on audio or video. But uh, definitely check that out. Uh, But yeah, it's pretty interesting. I wish the best for Bungie because Bungie has some fantastic ideas. Because again, they made Halo, and they were making Destiny. Much as I don't like Destiny, I think it's fine. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good good franchise to, to build off of. But the next one is supposed to be comical, whimsical sandboxy 
in an RPG <laughs> with pursuit and loot systems. There so go. pretty good. So the reason why I'm fast forwarding through all of these gaming news is to get to the number one gaming news. Oh, he's been waiting a whole 24 hours for this one. Oh, boy. So our house is divided. Our house is uh, under shambles, but our marriage is not under fire. That's good. However, the PS5 is ugly. It is not ugly. Rolling on the podium. It is not ugly. Rolling on the podium. But it is the the PS5 uh, was, uh, the PS5 console was revealed this past uh, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, past Thursday. And uh, this came at the last moment in their Future of Gaming uh, presentation. And of course, it was the last thing. I knew it would be. It's the finale. But uh, what's going to be cool is that there's two different consoles. Mm -hmm. There's a physical edition for physical optical drives and a digital edition for digital only. Which everyone assumed would happen in this generation. Right. And um, that's the other part. It's just our Dog is being weird. By the way, uh, we have a friend over, so he's watching our dog right now. But I hear him outside the door. Uh, the console can sit either vertical or horizontal, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a dual co- uh, dual color tone and uh, tiny vent slots. Very tiny. Do you have proof of that? Tiny, tiny, right you... there. Look. Tiny, tiny. They're not tiny. They're not tiny. They're not tiny. Uh, There's not a lot of them, but they're not teeny tiny. They're teeny They're not teeny tiny. But um, here's the thing. This is why I bring up the teeny tiny little vents mm-hmm. that are squished in, sandwiched in, in these plastic paper looking things. The reason why I'm bringing it up is because we've already heard uh, insiders yeah. on Reddit this past April, mm-hmm. April, a couple months ago, mm-hmm. that internally the PS5 is overheating. It's having overheating issues. Yeah. And as soon as I saw this console, I was like, like, well, here's your reason why. (laughs) Here's my problem with the PS5. Everybody keeps saying, it looks pretty. It looks pretty. This is why I appreciate the Xbox Series X. Yes, it looks like a refrigerator. We are all in agreement there. (laughs) I am an Xbox fanboy. I'm also putting that on the record right now because your boy is a little biased. But... So I'm putting it on the record. But the reason why I appreciate the Series X design is because it is nothing but efficiency design. Yeah. There's a giant airplane-sized fan on the top of this mm-hmm. thing, and it's supposed to be get it all out. It's designed to be efficient. Yes. This is designed to be a form factor, designed yes. to be pretty. It is pretty. Yeah. What's bad is that what it's reminding me of is can we say it together, folks? Xbox 360, yeah, which also had a slim design. The slim design is treated um, how it looks better, right? Yeah, more than the PS3, which looked like a fat, you know, bologna sandwich. I don't think the PS3 looked that bad. The PS3, like the original. Have you seen the original? Oh, wait. Yeah, I don't not know. the PS4. Yeah, the I was PS3. The PS4. I don't think I ever saw a PS3. PS3 looks like a hoagie, but cool. But that's the thing, is that what happened to the 360 when it first uh, launched? Overheating issues, the Red yeah. Ring of Death, because it was more mm-hmm. more focused on that. Now, the other thing I will argue in terms of Devil's Advocate is that this is running a Zen 2 uh, CPU. 
which which means it doesn't need as much cooling. It keeps itself cool pretty nicely. And I do have faith in Mark Cerny. Mm -hmm. I do. I do have faith in Mark Cerny. He's a very smart person. He knows what he's doing. But the problem is on both sides is that I see this and I and I hear those insider rumors. Insider rumors. And I hear those about Mm -hmm. the PS5 having overheating issues. Yeah. I see that and I'm saying that makes sense. Yeah. The other thing, and I'll let you talk. I will allow it. You sure? Anyways, but the last thing I'll say is that, oh, you're thinking like, oh, Reddit reviews, oh, it's rumors. The other one that came true was that when they were developing Anthem, on Anthem, there was a rumor that Anthem was going to brick PS4s. And they're like, oh, that's just Xbox people just being blah. What happened when Anthem came out? They bricked PS4s. What what were you doing just now? (laughs) Well, because I can't hold my mic anymore because <laughs> last episode I clicked it. So I'm using my bye. But then you're not getting intense. You're getting farther from the mic. You talk. Oh, really? Yes, I will allow it. Thanks. Ruling on the field. So I don't disagree with you. I 100% agree. This is not a good design for, for functionality. Heat. Yes. And But we said that. We said PS4 is going or PS5 is going to be focused on the finesse the sleekness yes the the beauty and you can't have functionality and beauty at the same time Mm -hmm. it's 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 very complicated in these types of systems Mm -hmm. but like you said they do have that thing that makes it cooler oh the zen 2 yes that Mm -hmm. so they have that and you said like that's really pushing it but no the zen 2 actually does a good job of cooling itself that's what i'm saying because last night when we were talking about it you were saying that's pushing that new soft that new hardware yeah. to its limit but what if it pays off what if that risk pays off and you can't say you know that it's not going to because you that's don't know what they said about the 360 but you don't know but it's history diff- it's different times itself. it's a different console it's a different like uh it's a different company history repeats itself Shush. okay it's my turn to talk now okay but no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I completely agree that this is not a functional design. Yeah. By the but way, thank you, Outside Motorcycle, for being vroom vroom, and you're super cool. Thank you. We Anyways, could have also just ignored it. I will not ignore coolness. <laughs> Why do you think it takes me so long when I look in front of the mirror? I can't ignore coolness. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like I said, I 100% agree. It's, mm-hmm. it's more, it's pretty. Right. But the problem is people aren't even talking about the functionality problem of it they just think it's ugly i also think it's ugly i don't think it's ugly i think it's very pretty i like but you also didn't like the controller and i like the controller i think it looks nice i think it looks ugly i know that doesn't make any sense (laughs) i think it doesn't make any sense i think it looks sleek but that doesn't mean i think it's attractive i like it i know it's white it looks all clean Mm Hmm. yeah I don't know. I don't have faith in this, but I have faith in Mark Cerny. I'm I'm torn here, but like that's the thing. It doesn't is that, matter. We're gonna get it either way. But it's just those rumors, <laughs> those insider rumors that yeah. PS5 was overheating, and I see this, and I see those tiny little vents, yeah. and how squished in it it is, and I'm like, oh no, because at first I thought like, yeah, it's just Xbox fanboys just yeah. riling people up. Yeah, I see this, 
Yeah. And I just say, ouch. But, I understand. Uh, so that's our top three gaming news. We want to bring our cast on. Yeah. Because he's waiting at the ready. But, Is he? No, 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 no. Oh, he's okay. fine. Um, I had to call him. But uh, yeah, um, you know, a little behind the curtains for you. <laughs> but uh, yes. Yeah, so for our top three gaming news, the Gods and Monsters League. What do you think? Was that stupid? Did Google Stadia actually do a good thing and uh, reveal some good news about God, Gods and Monsters? Write in comments down below. Uh, leaked foot or sorry, uh, Bungie releasing a uh, next IP that's supposed to be comical, whimsical. What do you think? What do you think it's going to be? Was Halo 2 better than Destiny 2? I think it was because I'm an old fart. But <laughs> uh, Sony uh, revealing the PS5. Is it ugly? Will it overheat? Am I handsome? Write in the comments down below. What? So with all that said and done, let's just bring on our guest. We're going to be talking about diversity in mm -hmm. video games. I'm very excited for this conversation. So uh, enough jargon from us. Because let's bring him on. You know him. Absolute prodigy. He's come on the show before. He was actually our very first guest mm -hmm. on the show. So please welcome back. Absolute prodigy. Woo. Coffee time. We are back with our special guest, Absolute Prodigy. What's up? Woo. Hey. Uh, hey. Are we going to call you Absolute Prodigy the entire podcast? Or can we call you by your given Just name? Just call me... Yes, just call me Josh. I think that's a mouthful. I'm pretty sure that's what we ended up doing in the first time he was on. We we're like, yeah, we're gonna call him Absolute Project because that's his name. And then like halfway through, we're just like, we're mic. like, yeah, Josh. We're like, oops. <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah, I'm not too. I'm not gonna hide my enemy. Like, I'm not gonna be like trying to hide myself online with my name and stuff. It's it's too much work. Yeah, it is. It is a lot of work. Uh, but. Absolute prodigy, you're back. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> but Josh, yes, you're back. Um, I asked you if you wanted to come on and talk about uh, the diversity uh, issue in not just video games, but the video game industry. So mm -hmm. I think it's an important topic, especially nowadays. We're really talking about this uh, with the protests, with mm -hmm. the riots, and you can say it all you want, saying that riots are unnecessary, but they're trying to make a point that today in our society we're still not. Um, we're, we're still, what's the thing? We're not, um, advocating. That's what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. We're not advocating for diversity. And that's why we kind of want to flesh out here, mostly in the video game industry. So the first mm -hmm. question I want to talk about is when we talk about diversity, right? What are we all talking about? What's our goal here when we're talking about diversity? Uh, Josh, why don't you start yourself? That's the thing. Like, I know that in our notes, we, we have stuff about diversity versus, versus representation, but the issue is that like, Mm -hmm. We need to be on the representation side versus diversity side. Okay. Because I, mm -hmm. I was thinking, so I decided, okay, let me look at actual main characters that have been personal colors. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even, the only one that I could actually think of at the top of my mind was Prototype 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the main character was actually African-American. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the only one game that can, like, think off of the top of my head that's like mm -hmm. a personal cup. Probably like anything that didn't like fall into something that's very stere like stereotypical like um oh um well, talking about like uh Saints Row. Like Saints Row Grand or Theft Grand Theft Auto. Right. Or um what was the one game that that came out that was super cool where um Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know yeah, it's, those, it's, those you know what's funny is that uh, when you bring that up, 
uh, in my la- in the one video essay, um, if Assassin's Creed is good, but check it out. But um, <laughs> the one thing when Rami Ishmael said mm-hmm. that he loved Assassin's Creed so much because this is an Arabic character that you could look up to, everybody on Twitter was just like, what about Prince of Persia? Rami Ishmael is like, Persia is not Arabic. <laughs> oh, yeah. First yeah. of all, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I like speaking on Assassin's Creed, I like how Assassin's Creed brings in diversity by allowing, like, yes. mm-hmm. but like by allowing characters to come in and tell the story for those time periods. Mm-hmm. But there isn't like, I don't think there is a game that I probably not aware of mm-hmm. um, from the ground up based off of like, yeah, a person of color that's the main character. Other than like, so, like other than the one I know that's prototype two, which is yeah, in itself is just. So let me ask you this: If you feel comfortable in saying it, um, now me being, and I recognize this, mm-hmm. it's not to be like white guilt or anything. Like I need to be like, oh please, no. It's just a recognition of where the games industry is as a specifically straight white male. Mm-hmm. The reason why I don't think, like I didn't think, right. That diversity was such an issue is like saying like to a fish, you know, things are too dry out here. And to a fish, it's just like, I don't know. It's pretty wet out here, dude. Uh, It's just because Mm -hmm. in my certain representation, like you were saying, my representation is all over the place. So I don't think about am I being represented? Yeah. Even for females, right? It's a little bit harder. But uh, Josh, talking about about your experience and your life experience with video games um did you have any kind of issues saying that like why am i not more represented or what were your thought processes the thing is that like i primarily began games playing like rpg style games Mm -hmm. so it didn't really matter because it was the settings and final like in the fantasy settings right Mm -hmm. um like but like the early like mario games and such like Mm -hmm. i there wasn't really that much of like hey i'm like I think it's just more of a recent thing where I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I want some story, but like, how can I relate <laughs> when I yeah. can't really yeah. do like, like, um, I was just, I'd like a cursory search, like, okay, what was the first like couple games that allow actual character customization to mm-hmm. your own like skin color? If you want like to go that far, Sims yeah. 2000 was the most re- like the, really? the one that I, yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. sure like that's the very first one, but, but like that was the one you that can like, remember. Yeah, the one I can remember. Yeah. Um, like it's a lot of that char- like character customizations has been like very new and very recent. Like people are mm-hmm. able to like tail. That's I think I think that's why like Animal Crossing is so good right now because yes. you can mm-hmm. be who like what you want to be in yeah. that game. Yeah, it's funny that you bring that up, and um, and Liz, uh, you can uh, uh, speak on this as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm starting to see that we're starting to make diversity i'm jumping ahead in my notes here by the way a professional podcast here not really but uh i'm the i think we're starting to see that there's more advocation for diversity mm-hmm. in this generation mm-hmm. of games you had your diversity uh, quote unquote diversity in xbox 360 ps3 going back further a little bit in xbox mm-hmm. but you don't really see it like now we're starting to see a serious push mm-hmm. nowadays yeah. Um, especially with women, you know, people of color, mm-hmm. even let you know, even with uh, sexual orientations. Yeah. We're seeing oh, yeah. much more representation. Mm-hmm. Why do we think that is? Because people are talking about it more ah. and pointing it out. Yeah. Calling it out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think 
also what you'll see, you'll see more like different races and diversity in video games because we're starting to use actual actors. Right. So they'll be casted based on their acting. Yes. And they won't, yeah. the creators don't have control over their skin color. They're just going to make it look like the actor. Mm-hmm. Like, cause um, you brought up that the only person of color that you can think of in a video game was prototype. I thought of Detroit become human because one of the main characters, the male is he's mixed of something, but he's definitely oh. got, um, I was trying to think like, wait, which, which one husky is husky eyes? Oh, there you go. <laughs> husky eyes. <laughs> yeah, no, um, he's a mix of something, but he's, de- but he's not a hundred percent white. Right. You know, so that's what I thought of, but I think you'll see more of that because he's a good actor. And I that think that person didn't need to be of color. That person didn't need to be white. I think you make a, a good point in terms of not only representation of, you know, people of color and women, but also mixed races. Yeah. Like there needs to be representation for Definitely. mixed races as well, because they're also. They're, that's probably even harder for them that they don't see many people like yeah. them even yeah. more. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, Josh, what do you think? What like are there any reasons why we're seeing it now more than any, anything before? I mean, mostly because like what said, it's we are talking about it more now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, I think like the games, the more esport games. Yes. Like, yeah. So, fight. I know like fighting. I was like, I remember like doing. I just did a search like earlier today. Like, fighting games had some representation, mm-hmm. like Street mm-hmm. Fighters. Um, Blanca was Brazilian. Um, there's yeah. uh, Tekken, some Tekken characters and all that. So there was some representation, but like since. Esports becoming a thing. Yes. Yeah. Like char- yeah. like Overwatch was trying mm-hmm. to get more characters in more of like like in that diverse. I know like mm-hmm. um League of Legends as well, trying to get more characters and that's more diverse, more different. Mm-hmm. And since like more top people since we're gonna if you're gonna play a game for that many years, it needs to be up to the times. Mm-hmm. Like you can't yeah. just have the yeah, it needs to be current. And since it's currently we're talking about it, it's gonna be in reflection to the games we're gonna be playing. Mm-hmm. Now here's the one thing I'm I'm asking right now, uh, and I think I said this on the podcast before. I, I think I said on what's the biz, what's the biz, or other podcast. But I think I said this before that Will Smith had a fantastic quote about what's going on: is that mm-hmm. racism isn't getting worse; it's being filmed. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that you know we weren't talking about it before, but it's being documented now. Less people realized it was there because they yeah. didn't see it but now it's on your facebook feed it's in news it's mm-hmm. every it's everywhere you look that's media you'll see a video of something happening and that's why i think it's really coming to play in video in in terms of my opinion of why we're seeing it more mm-hmm. i say this all the time let's say it together everybody who's a fan of the podcast video <laughs> games are an art yeah and what does art do it reflects it mirrors yeah. society so because it wasn't really being talked about before mm-hmm. in the previous generations, but now it is, it's mirroring society. Yeah. Uh, and so we're seeing more of an, an advocation to yeah. bring diversity into the video games uh, yeah. industry. You can also talk about money is that developer yes. developers are seeing, wow, people of other races and cultures mm-hmm don't feel represented, so they're not buying my games. I better start putting them in my games so I make more money. Yeah. So I think that also is probably playing a lot. Like, their marketing research is coming Mm -hmm. up that way as well. Yeah. No, true. Um, That's the other point that we can talk about is that um, why do people want... And we talked about it a little bit, but why do people want to be represented in video games? And that's an easy answer, but definitely something we should be talking about. Mm -hmm. And like I said, for me, 
I, I never had any kind of issues yeah. as a gamer because, you know, white male. It doesn't even have to be straight because even before this, we weren't even talking about sexual orientations like we yeah. are right now. So kind of straight was like, yeah. Yeah. But in the same way of white male. Yeah. It was just I didn't really need uh, to beg for representation because I was represented. Um, maybe not blonde. I don't know. There's not a lot of blonde. Well, no. Um, oh, a- Axel from Streets of Rage, I think. Axel was blonde. Person. Yeah. No, I was represented with It Axel. wasn't even easy to find a blonde cake topper for our wedding. That is true. <laughs> I knew. It was always like a brunette man and a blonde girl. I'm like, it's opposite. Yeah. <laughs> So all jokes aside, yeah, I didn't need to feel represented. Yeah. But um, did you feel like both of you? Did you feel like why did you feel to need? Uh, you know what I'm saying. Why did you feel the yeah. need to be represented? Uh, Josh, what do you think? Because you talked about it a little um, bit, but let's go more in yeah. depth. For me, it's like I want to be part of the world I'm playing in. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, I could. Do I want to pretend to be a white guy? <laughs> like, I like to be. <laughs> All right, that was our show, everybody. And done. That covered everything. Done. Let me thank you for watching this week's episode. <laughs> and the credits roll, and that's it. Right. <laughs> but like, it's yeah. I I want to be in the world that we're the, in the game that I'm playing in, and I don't yeah. want to beg and ask for that. It should be. It should make sense. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask yeah. you something, Josh. Do you remember the controversy behind Kingdom Come Deliverance and how there wasn't any uh, people of color in that game? I, I don't even know what that game is, actually. So it's a game based in... Oh, man, I can't even remember like the time medieval. period. It's like medieval times in medieval Europe, right? Yeah. Where there wasn't a lot of people of color in that yeah. specific area. And the big medieval controversy... Europe, I don't expect it, but... Yeah, Kingdom Come Sorry, Deliverance. And that's the thing, is that yeah. the controversy was there is no... like other races mm-hmm. or anything in that game. But the historical timepiece in that time is that there really wasn't any. Um, yeah. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm looking it up. It's the Holy Roman empire. Yeah. Yeah. There's not going to be that many. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you think about period? What do you think about controversies like that? By the way, for our audio listeners, um, Josh, are you white? No. I feel like <laughs> I feel like we need to confirm that for our audio listeners. Like, yeah. it's just a bunch of white people just talking. It's like <laughs> I have been on the side of you sound like a white person, but I am. Oh, you have? His, oh, yeah. It's it's been a thing. Oh, um, yeah, I I am Hispanic. I am a Puerto Rican Dominican. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is probably the worst thing to say to somebody. And I've and I've been. We talked about that on What's the Biz. Is that? Yeah. Um, one of my friends who's African-American, uh, he had a blind, uh, landlord yeah. and the landlord thought he was white because he said, oh, you're so well-spoken. And I'm just like, yeah, it, yeah, you, you're nodding your head right I'm, now. I'm, I mean, I've been told I'm so well-spoken. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like, it's like, huh. Yeah. And it's just like, that has to be. Okay, one of the worst things you can say. Yeah, so I was gonna say, not the worst, but no, probably it's up, one. It's up there. <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you think about controversies like that when we're talking about historical games, right? Uh, in that set timepiece, should there be people of color? Should there be representation, or should the game developers be allowed to be historically uh, accurate? Of course, the developers should be allowed to be yeah. historically historical accurate if that's what they want to go for. Right. Mm-hmm. If they want to to have an adaptation, let them go for the adaptation, but don't scrutinize yeah. 
the game because they went for the historical accuracy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't that doesn't make sense to me. Like mm-hmm. if <laughs> if you want a game that's mm-hmm. of that time period and be historical accurate for a person of color, you're gonna have a yeah. bad time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> No, that's the thing is that uh, there there needs to be an understanding of like some games. That's the aim. Yeah. To be historically accurate. Yeah. Right. That's the aim. And I think that if you're upfront about that, which Kingdom Come Deliverance was. Yeah. Kingdom Come Deliverance said everything in this game. We want to be the most historically accurate ever. If you're upfront. Yeah. Now, if you're just a video game like any like you're, you're based. Let's say you're a mm-hmm. video game based in America. Let's say you're a video game based in Detroit. Yeah. And it's all white people. Well, that's just wrong. <laughs> exactly. Okay, clearly. <laughs> like, uh, that's not that's some, some yeah. fantasy world game then, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, Detroit become human. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even that was still, there was a lot of white people in it, but there were, I did see other races mm-hmm. in, in that. So that was, but I was just thinking Yeah. in Valhalla that's coming out. Yes, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We know mm-hmm. that women played a big role in Vikings. They were right. treated as equals. Mm-hmm. They were also warriors. They went to war with the men. Shield methods. Yes. Yes. So now you have me thinking. I'm like, so I can expect that I might. I want the opportunity to play a female in that game, possibly. Did you uh, hear about... Um and when I say hear about, I mean, did you hear me uh, yell about Assassin's Creed Valhalla from the top of my lungs as I sleep? Because all oh, that's all I ever think about is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. No. But did you also hear that you can play either male and female? And unlike Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where female was canon, uh, what Darby McDevitt is saying is that both male and female are canon. It's the same story, but you're a different, but you choose a gender. Or is it two different stories? No, he's saying that they're both canon. Okay, which is just like that's how? The problem I how? Have. Yeah, that's what I said. And how? He, he Unless said that, you want to cause like some sort of like extra plot hole that's not needed. How are you going to do that? He said that like he can't wait for you to experience how he wrote it in, but he wanted to be as inclusive as possible in making a male or a female, mm-hmm. and they're both canon. I like, and that. I'm like, what? Because. I, I, yeah. What I was going to say was that my problem is that when you have games like, oh, you can be a male or a female, they're two completely different storylines. Mm-hmm. Like you only get half the story if you play one gender. Right. Whereas I want a game where I can get the same story either way. Sorry, I don't know how to talk into my mic when it's angled. It's really weird. Yeah. At least you don't pick up your mic every single time. <laughs> yes. What are you trying to say, Joshy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I like that opportunity that I'm going to get the same story you get yeah. being a gender that I relate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that. And that's, that's what I'm, what I'm want when I thinking of playing a female in a game, I want the same game you're playing, Yeah. but I feel more related to a female because I know how a female would act and react to situations. Mm-hmm. And I feel more powerful if I'm a shield maiden and I'm like shield taken maiden. down. Yeah. No. Men. Yeah. <laughs> Now, as we're reaching almost a halfway point in here, um, before I move on to like representation in the gaming industry, mm-hmm. do we want to say anything more about representation in video games themselves? I just don't want to cut anybody off. I felt seen by Max Caulfield. <laughs> <laughs> because usually... I just like how you said it, like, I felt seen. 
<laughs> well, my <laughs> thinking behind that is that not only was it a female, but it was a female that was like me, where it was timid and shy, but did have power in her. Where for like me, because usually when you see a female in video games, it's always like this all powerful, like she's got everything, she can do everything, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. meh. Yeah. Like I'm timid and I'm shy, but I do have a voice and I do have opinions and I can stand up for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm just quiet. Yeah. So I, f- you got me thinking about it. So. Well, that's what this there. podcast is all about. I just wanted to put it out there. We can move on now. <laughs> well, let's talk. Confusion is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is that um, in video games, as we play, Josh, you were saying that, you know, you want to be a part of the world you're playing in. Yeah. I always felt like that, mm-hmm. which is why I never really, you know, stood up for it in the yeah. past is because mm-hmm. I didn't think. But now let's talk about the video game industry. Yeah. Let's talk about people making the games. Let's talk about the people who, um, you know, are the heads up of studios, right? Yeah. Um, you know, great examples. Oh, no. Adam, you had a brain fart. You, Amy Henning, thank you, brain, for working. I was just like, great representation for women in, I forgot her name. Oh, no, what's her name? (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Amy Henning, fantastic, fantastic example of a head of a studio. Mm -hmm. Can we name, like, 10 women who are, you know, heads up of studios? Like, off the top, right? Um, Now, can uh, can you say 10 studio heads in general? Probably not. Not even myself. But that's the thing. Um, what do we think about that? That we need more representation in the video game industry, people who make the games. See, mm-hmm. my thing with that yes. goes into the same way of thinking with we have had a conversation about female pastors right. in our churches. We're fine with it. Yeah. It's just as long as they're a good teacher, they're a good pastor. As long and as they're I, qualified. Exactly. Right. And I think that's the same way in any industry, including the gaming industry. Like, yeah, it'd be great. Like, super awesome. If you saw a woman like, mm-hmm. running Bethesda. Yeah. Like, awesome. Girl power. Yes. Get Todd Howard out of there. But I mean, I mean, whenever he's done <laughs> or retires or whatever. Yeah. But I'm up. saying, yeah. like, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel empowered by women running a company. Yeah. It's she's qualified to do it. I don't. Like mm-hmm. the idea of hiring someone because of their gender or their race or their cultural background. Yeah. I want them to be qualified. Let me mix in another question I have into this. And let's keep talking about this, you know, representation in the video game industry. But let's weave this in here. How mm-hmm. do we, how can we tell? And again, I'm asking you two because, again, straight white male, always represented. You have no opinion in this I have conversation. no opinion. <laughs> um, but how can we tell? Uh, how how can we tell if there's somebody that's coming into the video game industry that's a genuine take, right? Mm-hmm. Both in video games and the video game industry, but mostly about the video game industry, let's talk about. But how do we know that's a general, like, this is qualifications or is that person a token, right? Reason why I don't have any say in the matter is because, like, no. I Can I she do think... the same things as her male counterpart? Yeah. That's how you measure it. Okay. If yeah. they were oh, to yeah. hire a male for that position, mm-hmm. can they do the same things? Yeah. Uh, Josh, what are you thinking? Uh, but yes, good points. Yeah. Yeah. I can do anything better than you. Anyways. <laughs> as long as it's not like a quota. Like I know some companies yeah, yeah, have quotas. They yeah. have 100% have mm-hmm. quotas. Mm-hmm. They'll. I've read that they'll take the, like if it's between 
trying to meet a quota for the amount of Asians in this and trying to meet quota for the amount of Hispanics in this. They'll take the quota over the qualifications. Yes. Mm -hmm. More times than not. Yeah. Like we need to, I get it. They want diversity in the workplace, Mm -hmm. but don't let that. But you can't force it. Yeah. You don't let that hinder your company at the same time. Like that's just, Mm -hmm. just useful. If there is a white male who Mm -hmm. is more qualified for the position like yeah. I, and I think it's it's hard because I do know that there are probably times where someone will accuse a company of only picking that person because it's a white male. Yes, and I of think course. that's where they struggle. Is like, well, if we hire him, we could get in trouble. But if we hire this person, we could also get in trouble. Like, yeah. And I know that it must be hard for companies, but at the same time, you have to think of oh. the people who are. Oh man. Uh oh, camera one is down. Down, people. Rip. Oh man. R.I.P. Anybody who's listening to audio is just like, I don't feel anything. <laughs> um, no, Maybe and I, and I, and I, up. what's that? Piece of, when the camera died, a little piece of resole died too. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's funny that you say that because like there are times where I feel like when I'm hired in this day, mm-hmm. in this day and age, I feel like people are looking at me like I'm not representing anything. And I'm not trying to say boo-hoo white male. But I'm not trying to say that. There are times you feel it's harder for you to get a job because they're looking for someone to make their workplace more diverse. Diverse or meet a quota. And it's just, um, it's so difficult being a white male in this time. Lucky for you, (laughs) you live in... (laughs) What? Lucky for you, you live in central Pennsylvania. Yes. Where... Lucky me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they're not really jobs for you. Yeah. But Um, they're jobs who aren't going to judge you for being a straight white male. Yeah. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) My life is better now. Do you feel part of the conversation now? I do. I don't feel represented (laughs) until I moved out here. Um, Until I moved out here. Josh, uh, what do you think, man? Actually, that's the worst thing I could possibly. He's like, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm finally with my people. Oh no! God. <laughs> um, Josh, save me. Save us. What save you, what's on your yeah, mind so when we talk about this? Representation in companies um, is 100 percent a catch twenty two for the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, I want them to represent people. I want them to be diverse. But like, I just hope their HR is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not, I just. I mean, the HR is there to to look over the company, not the people, but, you know. Um, yeah. But I, mm-hmm. I hope they're, like, whatever business decisions, I hope they're making the correct business decisions because i rather yeah. I rather not be the cop-out. Yeah. Like, and I, that... Yeah. i rather not just be, like, mm-hmm. some random mass side character that yeah. we don't know about. That, 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 it's, as long as we, there's that understanding that, like, Go for the qualifications, don't for go for a quota. Yeah. Not just like I almost feel like we need to set up like a blind job interview process for companies mm-hmm. where you because right now they even though they all say we're an equal opportunity employer, they still ask, yeah. are you male or female? Are you Hispanic or mm-hmm. of color? Yeah. Or well, are uh, you maybe. white? Yeah. Sometimes they ask, Are you Hispanic? Like I've yeah. been through like grueling applications where they don't even ask that really they just, they just skip right over that and go like what is your nationality are you black uh black slash african-american pacific islander caucasian slash white and then other yeah See, all the ones i go they focus more on the hispanic they always say are you 
white Hispanic? Are you like, it's all like this Hispanic or this yeah. Latino. And I'm just like, and then I'm like other. And they're like, all right, are you white? I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, like I am. I've been to very many weird applications where yeah. they just skip over that. I most, mostly, most of the time it's the not. I just always hit other for everything. Yeah. Only because it's just easier on my end mm-hmm. for the application process. But, it's, I, but either way, it's like, if you're an equal opportunity employer, why do you need to know what my race is and what my gender is? Yeah. And yes, they always have the option to hit other, mm-hmm. but then I feel like, oh, are they trying? Like, I feel like they judge me like, oh, are they trying to hide something? Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'd be trying to hide, but. So let me jump in yeah. here real quick. Um, in terms of video game industry yeah. people, right? Uh, do you ever feel like this? Like either one. Uh, do you ever feel like we need more representation in terms of qualifications? Let's say mm-hmm. qualifications, right? Let's say you have this dream of being, you know, a video game designer, a graphic artist, right? Mm-hmm. All of these things, a coder, but you only see that it's a white male club. Does that ever discourage you to say that, like, maybe I'll not, not make it because nothing that looks like me makes it in that industry? Do you ever think about that or... Am I just uh, shooting the breeze right now? No, that makes me want to do it more. Really? Um, well, you can go ahead. I'll tell my story. Oh, no, for some, it's like the hardest thing to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, only yeah. because of that. I had I have friends who's like, this. it's hard to get into that industry. But others, like other mm-hmm. people are like, as Liz was speaking to say, like it's, I want to break into that industry because I'm going to be the change. Yeah. Right. Which there's going to be both sides for, for each coin. But like, it's, yeah. mm-hmm. it's still hard. It is. Yeah. And the reason I say this is because you're talking to someone. I was the only girl in my major. Yes. Yeah. I was a live production major, which is soundboards, backstage stuff. By the way, I'm not ignoring you. If you're watching this, I'm bringing up social media answers. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, keep no, going. You're super interesting, babe. Go oh, ahead. Yeah, keep going. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. But yeah. um, so that was my major. I mean, there were only like 10 of us in the whole major. It's a very small group, but I was the only female. I was the first female in that well, not in the first female in that major, but for my class, I was the only female in that class. So given I know nothing about, I mean, I know very little about sound. I wasn't very good <laughs> at my major, but I felt very represented being that female. Like there were other girls on the tech team, but they were in different majors. So I had female friends work to work with. But I also had that knowledge of I'm the only girl who has entered in this major as my full time major. Yeah. So when you tell me there's an all boys club and that's how I've always been my mm-hmm. whole life. If you tell me it's all boys, I'll be like, oh, no. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> Even if I'm bad at it, I'll still do it. Fair enough. Good to keep in mind. So when we're talking about um, I want to bring up some social media answers to talk about here. I got two here. Um and I asked you on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries, or you can follow us on Instagram, Games and Groceries, on wo- all one word, or follow us on the Toxic Wasteland of Facebook. I put it all on there, <laughs> even though we might die of a uh, nuclear blast over there. But, oh, man, like all the people that are just saying, uh, I'll, I'll, later, later, moving on, <laughs> moving on. We're not, we're not going down that one. A lot of opinions on Facebook. Anyways, there you go. Um, <laughs> A lot of wrong ones. But okay. I asked you, okay, yes. why is diversity important in the games industry? Now, Nikki on Twitter, at Commander Nikki, says it's important in every industry, to be honest. Not everyone is a straight, straight white cis man. 
Okay. Um, let me let me just um ask. So, what exactly does cis mean? Because I thought it was I straight. Have no idea. What is cis? I thought it was straight, but now she says, "Okay, while you're looking that up, people who are um oh well, you probably have it up right now." Yeah, he's looking it up. Yeah, what is cis? Uh, cisgender uh, is the term for people whose gender identity matches the sex they're assigned at birth. Okay, so I identify. Okay, you were born it, as a man it, and you identify as a man. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, well, not I good, wanted good, to good, say good, that, but, you know. but I wanted to confirm that was the right thing. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like okay, so it does mean straight, but it means that you identify. Well, it doesn't mean straight, but it, it does not mean straight. <sighs> it, Dang it. Straight it and means... identify are two different things. <laughs> you, you identify as a male. Yeah. And then you identify as a straight. So you are straight, cis, white man. My name's Adam. <laughs> <laughs> but people who aren't, um, people who aren't that often made me feel lesser, but they deserve to feel normal, represented, mm-hmm. and they can be the hero of a story and not be pushed in the background or attacked for who they are. And yeah. that's what Rami Ishmael said, that he wants more Arab protagonists, right? Yeah. She continues to say, it makes me often so sad and angry when devs push for a little uh, for a little more representation and some voices get all, yeah, some voices say about some video games, uh, stop shoving your gay crap uh, down everybody's throat or not everything needs to be gay. Yeah, but it doesn't need to be almost the same copy and paste straight white guy either. Yeah. So I agree with that. Yeah. And I, that actually reminded me of Sims. So I know I always talk about Sims, but it, it, it <laughs> I always talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. What's your point? This <laughs> relates to the matter because Sims, and I think it's why the community is so big, because you can literally make any race or gender you want. You can make aliens mm-hmm. in Sims. And they have always been LGBTQ like friendly right. in that game. You've always been able to choose whatever you want to be attracted to. Mm-hmm. So, and that's like, so I, I just want to bring that up, like, because it, it's a video game that people don't really talk about how diverse mm-hmm. it's always been. From the very beginning, you could choose whatever race you wanted to be. Yeah. And they've gotten more customizable. What's that? Go and for color. It. Oh, and color. Yeah. Yes, and color. Because there's yeah. some where you can be like purple or green. I know in Sims 2 for GameCube, you can legit make an alien, and it lo- it's not just like a human who's green it looks like an alien yeah so but that's the thing like sims has always been very inclusive of everyone mm-hmm. and everything and it's just not talked about a lot Jeez. yeah so i just wanted to bring that up uh what are your what are your thoughts about that comment from nikki first of all i love nikki yeah. <laughs> she's like everybody loves nikki she's, she's great <laughs> she um, is. she's she's fantastic yeah she's a gem I, I... <laughs> I agree, but it, like it's the same thing. Like I don't want to be the cop out. Like it's yeah, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Just don't be a cop out. Just mm-hmm. don't like represent us because you like to want to represent us, not because you have to. Yeah, right. Let the story yeah. flow where it's supposed to flow, yeah. and don't stop it because you don't mm-hmm. want it to go yeah. where it's going. What I like how she brought up is that there's some people who say like, "Oh, not everything needs to be get," and like that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like there's so many people that say like get that um, gay stuff out of here. Mm-hmm. But what Nikki's trying to say is like, but for so many years, it's been copy and paste. Yeah. White protagonist. Now we're getting that. Mm-hmm. And you're all of a sudden saying like, so, no, that's not, no. <laughs> ooga, ooga. But it bothers me so much because those are probably the type of people who are questioning themselves. 
Good point. Mm. Like, like the own sexuality and such. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's looking at a mirror and then looking at it and go, yeah. No, please don't stop. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, it's It's the same people that like way back. And when I'm saying way back, I mean, three to five years ago. But the same people who said that like, oh, man, I don't want to be around gay people. They're going to find me attractive. And it's like, well, for one. How conceited. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. I mean, for one thing, everybody's attracted to me. I'm a handsome young man. Okay, dear. Thank you. But the I other said part. okay. I didn't compliment you. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> but... You're attractive to me. <laughs> but, that's a, but that's exactly my point, though. I'm is trying that, to save myself. It's not working. But that's exactly my point, though. Is like just because yeah. they're homosexual. Does not doesn't mean, mean you're their type. Just like it's just, and that's like you're. That's like saying that, like, mm-hmm. oh, I am straight, so every female must be attracted to me. Like what? Well, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but that, but that's what most white guys do. It's like, yeah. oh, every female thinks I'm attractive. Uh, one, by the way, put it on the record. I don't think everybody thinks I'm attractive. I said on a podcast, I look like a foot. You but don't look like a foot. Then. We have. You're adorable. Thank you. But that's the thing is that <laughs> Nikki makes a good point in saying that, like, yeah. with people who are always talking about how um, don't put that representation in there, mm-hmm. don't make it about race, don't make it about politics. And it's just like, let let the developer just do what the developer's doing. And, and you play, you know, Sunset Overdrive. I don't care. But And I think the more you put it in games and movies, mm-hmm. you put the diversity of everything. Yeah. It's not going to make it all about it. It's just going to be a game. Yeah. Because right now, yeah, when you put it in, it's going to feel like it's all about that because they're trying to make it normal. Um, But the more you see it, the less of it will be like, oh, this is all about being diverse. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's just the game, you know. Uh, Any other comments before I move on to the next one? No. Okay. Just don't want to cut anybody off. Um, then finally we have from live, live underscore 19. Uh, hello, live, live. I definitely uh, thought that was a comment from my cousin at first and I was real confused. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, this, this one is, um, live, live, um, yeah. live and let live, I say, but <laughs> I don't know, no, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I ask, uh, why is diversity important in the games industry? Uh, she says, uh, because there are so many different kinds of people out there. Oh no. She actually says, because there's so many different kinds of players out there. So I think it's important to have lots of representation to ensure that it feels more inclusive, like everyday life now. Yeah. And that's exactly what you're saying, Josh. Absolute prodigy is that we need to feel more representation because that's, that's the life, life today. Live. Yeah. Now, like we said, if it's a historical game, yeah. you want to be historically accurate. Mm-hmm. But if it's a modern day game, then it should look like modern day. Yeah. I agree. It's not hard. It's not a hard concept. It's not, <laughs> but uh, some people find it to be. Uh, Josh, what do you think about that comment? Because you already oh, yeah. talked about it a little bit, but what do you think? Yeah. It's 100% not a hard concept. Like, it's if we, if we want to be representative to the people, Mm-hmm. that we are put them in the game yeah. yeah don't give us some weird cop out like modern warfare did oh what did, what did they do so the whole controversy there is that they have 
so many toxic players in the in the game. Oh, I remember. Mm-hmm. What and they just plastered in Black Lives Matters in your login, mm-hmm. in your download. Oh, I did in see an that. ad. Yeah, and I remember. And it's just not that's not the right way to do it. No. If you're gonna do something like that, how about ban those players mm-hmm. first? Yeah, and then do something like that. That's the thing. Like, I don't want diversity and representation to be something that oh hey this is a great money grab let's mm-hmm. go for it yeah i want it to be genuine and that's mm-hmm. not genuine at all yeah yeah and that's the thing um i'm not necessarily on the camp of banning the players because as we said on what's the biz our other podcast you should check it out uh but i am more inclined of educating people yeah. of why that's wrong because as soon as you ban them <clears throat> they're going to become trolls i would suspend them yeah, I just I'm like, more say, in the you're camp. not playing this game for a week, like yeah. grounding them from the game, basically. That's not going to stop them either. Exactly. The issue is that like if you're gonna if you have a kid dropping n bombs game after game, there are you they That's going true. to change? That's they're a, not the if it's if so, you, yeah. It's a, it's like, such a it's weird. It's hard when you don't have can really control over their life. You only have control of what they're doing in the game. Yeah, it's yeah. just such a weird thing to try to like. Uh, because banning is probably the number one thing to do. Yeah. Get them off the platform. But they're just going to go to another platform and do the same thing. And then you start to like get into the whole like Second Amendment, right? No, First Amendment. I'm. Um, am I saying that right? First Amendment. You're asking the wrong. First person. Amendment is the right of free speech. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then you uh, then you go into First Amendment rights. Yeah. That you shouldn't jail people because they have hate speech. Fine, because we talked about that off off uh, camera couple weeks ago how there was a person in temple mm. who said oh, yeah, um, yeah yeah and uh temple said that well we are, live in a country with free speech mm-hmm. it yeah. does get yes complicated but yeah because but we do have free speech yeah. and that person is entitled to their opinion even though it's not yeah a nice opinion they're entitled to and they're entitled to speak on it uh, yeah but you do want to create an atmosphere that's nice for everyone to enjoy. I believe yeah. in con- conversation and yeah. education to have people understand who don't understand what these mm-hmm. people of color, women, sexual orientations, they go through every day. Yeah. And just a, an understanding of like, hey, man, this is why you shouldn't be like this because you're a mm-hmm. person and they're people. Yeah. Okay, Josh, let me ask you. Uh, did you, by, by the way, did you listen to uh, the last What's the Biz, our other podcast? Did you listen to it, uh, episode 10, where we talk about think, conversations? I don't think so. I think it was, I listened to episode nine. So let me ask you your opinion as we're closing out this podcast. Um, and then we're going to go into closing thoughts uh, because we're at, yeah, it's about time. But okay, let me ask you something hypothetical. So I said on what's the biz or other podcasts, oh my goodness. but <laughs> um, but I said that you know we don't call Native Americans savages anymore because we found scientific proof that like hey they're not actually animals they're actual people. And I was weird. Just, Isn't that yeah, right? weird? It's weird, strange, strange yeah. how that works. <laughs> and I said on the podcast like you're. But here's the thing about today is that you're never going to find a racist and you you look at them and say. Dude, you you know that's a person, right? They nobody thinks that they're animals. And then I paused and I was like, "Are there races out there that still think that?" Yes. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I stopped myself and I was and like, "He's like, wait a second, I'm wrong." I was <laughs> just like, "That it's 2020. It's, it's 2020. hard to imagine because, and I mean, and we don't live 
in an area where that is common. Like, yes, we live in an area where there is racism. Yeah. But we don't live in like the South where it's heavy. Yeah. And the deep. But that's what I mean. That's where you would see that a lot Mm -hmm. is in the South. And they probably do. Some people probably do still hold that mindset. Yeah. It's sad, but they do. Yeah. And we just dis- we discussed that a little bit more on uh, what's the biz oh my or goodness, other podcasts. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's about time to do some closing thoughts here. Yeah. So uh, we talked a little bit about diversity in video games, diversity in the industry itself. But let's close out about just general thoughts. So uh, let's start with our guest, Josh. Uh, closing thoughts. Um, don't be like Temple because yeah. like here's the thing yeah if you want representation and you want to show a face of your, of the institution that you represent mm-hmm. doing that is not a great idea because now you're saying this is who we represent yeah, yeah. like yeah don't do that don't be like modern warfare don't do that mm-hmm. like be genuine be diverse because you want the people because you know the players want it not because it's a marketing ploy Yes, because it is a marketing ploy, and yes, because it's good money. Understand? Right. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, it's good money, but don't be, do it just solely because of the money. Mm-hmm. Like it should be like that's yeah. It should be a genuine yeah. take. It should be yeah. that we want a take on this person of color. We want to yeah. take on this sexual orientation in a game. Like, tell me why is about a trans person hmm. in the game. Like, there's a trans character. Yeah, and that's their take. Yeah. That's it. Good for them. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm actually saying that not sarcastically. Like, good for them. Yeah. But it's a general take. Yeah. Uh, and it's by Don't Not, by the way, who made Life is Strange. Mm-hmm. So it is, in my opinion, the best people to make that kind of game. Yeah. Yeah. But um, not to take any way, anything away, but well said. Yeah. Not well said, not well spoken. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, also well spoken. Well spoken. But... Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of times I've heard people say that i'm like wow yeah <laughs> you're wow anyways yeah. but uh liz closing thoughts um basically my just view on everything is that just to be like we were saying be genuine yes if you're going to hire someone hire them because they're the best out of the applicants mm-hmm. for that job if you're going to put diversity in video games and in movies let it be part of don't do it just because you're like oh i need to represent them otherwise i'm not gonna make money do it because that's what your story's calling for yes like that's i'm a huge fan of like let your story do what it's supposed to do Mm -hmm. if when you're imagining your story and you see it diverse and you want it diverse then make it that way but don't do it just because you feel like you have to because then it's not going to be natural it's not going to flow like if you force a character into being homosexual it's not going to feel right because you're not knowing mm-hmm. what you're doing right. You're not passionate about it. Yeah, that's the thing is that there's Just let a- things flow. Be genuine. Don't be mean. Don't be mean. Uh, do you agree with that? Don't be mean. Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. Um, now, if I can go into my closing thoughts, and this is talking about white, male, straight, cis, whatever I am. Um, Adam. But... <laughs> Um, you're you're your own thing (laughs) but yeah if I can go into like you know people Mm -hmm. like me it's a we're already represented yeah and I'm not trying to say that in terms of guilt is that we've had our time yeah and we're continuing to have our time Mm -hmm. it's not like we're it's not like us 
you know, me, white, uh, is being pushed out. We're not being pushed out. No. It's the fact that, like, let's You're make... You're being asked to make room. Yeah, make room. Let's stop manspreading on the games industry oh and taking up okay. five different seats. We're talking, this is going into a whole different <laughs> yeah. subject right now. I am woke. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I will let people know. Anyways. <laughs> oh no. But, um, <laughs> but let's just make more room. We don't yeah. have to be the only copy and paste people. Yes. And I, and that's the thing. I actually appreciate when there's more diversity and maybe it is because we're all all three of us are from philadelphia and that's what i grew up with yeah i i grew up with diversity and i'm not used to when i moved out here to central pennsylvania that was weird it was weird it, it really was weird because i'm not used to it being all whites yeah i'm used to being really good brazilian restaurants right over there and not, not barely being able to find a decent chinese food place exactly yeah, it's it's, it's hard to the struggle is real. <laughs> we gotta go all the way into the city for good food, and that's just too far. But uh, yeah, no, it's not that we're being pushed out, mm-hmm. and I don't even think it's even about being woke or you know, um, you know, enlightened. Right? It has everything to do with just sharing the spotlights. Yeah, and that's it. Don't don't feel like you're being pushed out. Just share the spotlight. Stop being so selfish about it. Let tell me why to tell a story about a trans person. Yeah. Like, let let that happen. And yeah. on the other side, on the other people, let Kingdom Come Deliverance just be historically accurate. Yeah. I think it's just both sides are just... Everyone needs to be more... Needs to understand both sides. Yeah. Like, you can't force your likeness mm-hmm. on everything. Yeah, exactly. On either side has to all be natural. That's like, I don't know. That's just my idea. It's like, just let everything just flow naturally. Yes. Like, let it do what it's going to do and just do it. Do it. Just, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> uh, any other final words from either of you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, final words. Uh, Lizzie said it best. Uh, don't be mean. Yeah. Stop it. I just burped. Stop burping. Burping. Stamp it. Hashtag burp gang. No. If, if you made it this far. Burp gang. Wrong podcast. If hashtag. you made it to the no. end of the podcast, put a hashtag burp gang in the comments below. Burp gang. <laughs> oh my goodness. So we thank you. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Um, absolute prodigy. It's been an absolute delight. Oh my goodness. Thank you. I think I said that on the last time you said Probably. it. Probably. Um, you did. But Josh, thanks for coming on. Um, you know, we're we're good friends. Uh we're in a group chat, so uh it wasn't that hard to get you on the podcast. But <laughs> uh but you know, I I think it was important to talk about mm-hmm. this because it is being talked about now. And instead of two white people talking about it, you know, I want to bring on, let's say it together now, a qualified voice. <laughs> I was wondering what you were gonna say. Right? I was like, I don't know where this where's this is gonna to? go with this. Is Adam gonna get himself in trouble? <laughs> is hashtag cancel Adam party gonna be trending oh, on no. Twitter? <laughs> Please make that trending. I no. want that. <laughs> no. Um just close the show. But no, Josh, we talk about it all the time how like there needs to be more yeah. diversity and want to get your takes on mm-hmm. it in the video game industry because also Let's close out with this. Uh, you're representing video games because you're on Twitch. You play video games on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, I can. When, when you I'm can. Tired. Uh, let's roll out the red carpet. Uh, where can we find you on Twitch? What are you playing on Twitch? Uh, let's uh, hear from you. 
Yeah, uh, you can find me at Facebook that gg. Oh, uh, camera one went out. Yeah, it's gonna yeah and um, Twitch that TV absolute prodigy and uh, at Shen Shinra at mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter. And uh, I will have all those links in the description down below. His Twitch channel, his Facebook, his Twitter. And definitely go follow him on Twitch. You have, if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider uh, subbing to Absolute Prodigy so that he can make the big bucks and make it uh, as the next ninja on Twitch. <laughs> Oof. That's that means I need to get into an esport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Because right now you're playing. Um, Dot hack. Dot maybe. Hack. Mm-hmm. It's, maybe. It's... It's rough. That first game was rough. Anyway, yeah, closing out now. <laughs> yeah, right. So thank you again for coming on the show and talking about this with us. And uh, if you haven't already, by the way, uh, thanks for sticking around if you're still on YouTube and there's no video. But uh, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We appreciate it very much. Uh, and we hope you have a safe week now because apparently we're yeah. getting more spikes in the virus all over the country. Might be, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think it's all over the world, but especially in America, mm-hmm. you know, stay safe out there. But thank you for listening to this week's. Have a safe week, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye bye.